This is the Sales Babble Podcast, episode 300. The top 10 sales and marketing tools for 2020 with returning guest, Neil Christensen. Welcome to Sales Babble, the podcast that shares selling secrets for non-sellers. And now your host, Pat Helmers. Welcome, Neil. You ready to babble? Are we going right now? <laughs> I'm like in mid-chew. <laughs> You're in mid-chew. <laughs> um, I don't know about you, but I think I think it's the sixth one we've done. Every year we have this we have this discussion. What number is this? I think it is six. I think this is six. I think there's six of them. I went back and, yeah. and counted because last time you said there were five, and I was like, that's not true. It's only four. And I was wrong. And I was right, wasn't I? You were right. And, we we uh, did the first one in the fall of... I mean, in December of 2013, right? For 14. 14, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, it was a really fun thing to do and a very useful thing to do. And I think people really enjoy these because yes. these tools are are, are game changers. And, and that, that is, so I said tools. So what, what is the, what's the topic for today? It is our top five tools or top 10, if you combine us. Right, right. Tools for 2020. right. And this is where the confusion comes in because we call the episode 2020, but we're still in 2019 as we record this. Yeah, but yeah, I've got my head wrapped around like these are tools we learned in 2019, but they're for you, the sales babble listener, the sales babbler, and, to use in the year 2020. And some of these I've discovered very – one of them I've discovered just in the last few weeks. So, you know, it's very, very new, very well, fresh. I, well, I've got one on my list here I think I started using about seven weeks ago. Yeah. Pretty bloody awesome. Well, now I'm curious. Yeah, it's in fact the first one's on my list. Um, welcome to the Sales Babble Studio. Well, thank you. It's nice to be back. I, I don't have a lot of visitors here in the Sales Babble Studio. Probably no. two or three a year. That's it. Yes, I feel I feel honored, special. You've been here a number of times. I think you've been on the podcast a lot. I bet you've been on the podcast more than anybody else. I well, this is probably this is either number seven or number eight. I can't remember because we've got the six. Tool shows. Plus, I've been on at least once, a maybe twice. Talk about automated. Yeah, so why don't you tell a little bit about you, so that people can understand? So people who are new to the podcast, they could learn by. They're going. Who is this guy? Yeah, who is this guy? Yeah. So I'm Neil. Hi, um, and uh, my company is Email Splat, and I build automated uh, business systems for automated CRMs mostly for small sales teams primarily. So we build out automation for sales teams to use to. Make their lives easier. I love there it. There you go. That's right. Mm-hmm. No lost leads. Nothing falling through the cracks. Nothing falling through the cracks. Mm-hmm. No. You've taught me a ton about uh, email. And uh, every time I hear people doing email uh, and I chat with them, I hear a lot of them are doing it wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I did the. Uh, I did a marketing conference over the weekend in Nashville and where I spoke and yeah, some of the questions. I'm like, oh, it's the same old questions. Um, yeah. I want to make it a newsletter. I want to have it all lots of, lots of HTML. It's got to be really pretty. It's gotta mm, have- yeah, it's a lot of that. But it's also I only want to – I don't want to, quote, bother anyone. So I'm only going to send an email every six months, every year. Yeah, get over it. Yeah. Get over it. Then why do you have an email list? Yeah. Why, why bother? I, yeah. You, you need to get over yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean – you want to be a business or don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really think about it yourself. How many emails 
do you get every day? You get tons of them. Well, that's that's my point. Like, if you only send um, an email every six months, the average person in America gets, uh, I think the latest is now 140 emails a day is the average. So if, if really? you, so in 30 days, how many emails has someone gotten? How are they even going to remember who you are? Um, because most of us are using emails to like nurture a list. And if I'm only sending every six months, they're opening that going, who is this? Why am I getting this email? Then it's an, then you are bothering them. This, this looks like spam. Mm-hmm. Then you are bothering them. So what is the right, um, oh, I'm getting off track here, but what, I, what is the right interval? I just did a whole podcast <laughs> on this two days ago with somebody. Uh, yeah, what's the right cadence, frequency, whatever word you want to use? It, it depends. There's there's the answer. Let's move on. It depends. It depends. It depends. Well, it depends on your sales cycle, where this person is in the sales cycle. You know, if your sales cycle is two years, then maybe a more spread out is better. If your sales cycle is two months, you know, weekly, a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. So as your sales cycle shortens, as the... Um, as the dollar value of the product you're selling shortens, which usually goes hand in hand with the sales cycle, but not necessarily, um, as that shortens, it also gets more frequent. So it, it depends. And it also depends on where they're at in the journey. If they've just discovered you and just started talking with you, probably more frequent. If they're kind of in that, not really ready for you yet, but we just want to educate them stage, well, then less frequent. So there's a whole... You know, what we're doing is actually we're breaking all my podcast rules. Which is stick to one topic. <laughs> I can't stand podcasts where they yabber for like 10, 15 minutes before okay. we get to the stuff okay. that we have. Then, then let's get to the stuff. So where are we at? How well, first of all, we have to talk about the beer though, right? Well, we're six minutes and 40 seconds. That's not bad. That, so that, that's not that, bad. That's People so are still right. with us, right? Yes. We're interesting. Oh, oh well, so what's, what's the other thing? We need to mention that. This is just beer a podcast episode. about the top tens. This is the beer episode. Yep. Uh, we're actually drinking. And Pat uh, is about to finish off a fine backflip from Crystal Lake Brewing. Yeah. Is, is what we got going right now, which is a uh, Belgian style. And he's semi-enjoying it. It's so-so. It's so-so. It's so-so. We're not giving an arousing endorsement. No, no. What's interesting about these beers, too, is it's actually part of an advent calendar. Yes. The Pat is very jealous about. <laughs> I did on it. I didn't get it. Of course, I just drank this beer, and I'm like, well, maybe I'm not missing anything. Yeah. But these other ones here look really terrific. We'll talk about them when we get to them. Yes, we'll we'll work our way through the the beers. I have a keg of beer here that I brewed that uh, you that brewed I for Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Um, this is a Scotch ale from. Um, oh. And I'm really excited about that. This is the first time I've ever done any kegging. It's not quite conditioned right yet. It takes a couple. It takes a few days. But it's close enough that we can. But you're going to feed it to me anyway. We're going to give it a go. (laughs) Okay. Um, All All right. right. Sure. So so let's um, so let's start with our list. I got my my list here. I have my list on here on my see my hot my hot new Abanero Media post. Oh, that's very nice. You're already you're already up and going. I am already going. I just got paid yesterday. My first client, Abanero. That is nice. Bloody awesome. I like money. You know. So if, if so. So to let all the listeners know, I never ever talk about this hardly on the podcast. I heard it, that I'm starting a podcast production company for B2B companies that are client-based. Um, busy people who don't have time to grow their to grow their their, their revenue and prove their brand and because and do it through podcasting because podcasting is the new blogging. Yes. Yeah. You're a former podcaster. Um 
three times or four times? Back uh, in the dark days. Oh, I was early. Yeah, I was too early. Because my first one was for my business. Mm-hmm. And I was too early. I, I did the first one probably in 2008. And then before anybody knew what a podcast was. If Now, if I had stuck with it, I'd be on, you know, HGTV by now or Discovery Channel or something. But Most podcasts pod fade. I, I did it for about a year, but it just, it, we were too early. But it's not too late now. No. It, that was pretty clear. I was at Podcast Movement in the summer. It was pretty clear that uh, now is the time. Now's the time to strike because everybody's kind of getting the sense of it. Mm-hmm. You know, Edison, you know, we're, we're getting off wow track again <laughs> all right give us give us one of your one of your five oh, you Pat. me too yeah go okay well this was actually has something to do with sales babble okay my my first tool is called let's chat okay and it's a really cool tool um oh <laughs> evidently it's oh, on on your phone to, she wants to join us <laughs> oops siri siri um that's another that's another rule. Turn your, Turn phone, your phone off. off. <laughs> I probably Oh wait, it's right here. I'm like looking for my phone. It's got my notes on it. Oh, like, I'm getting my glasses. Where are my glasses? Yeah. Oh, here they are. They're on oh, top yeah. of my head. Um, let's chat. I bumped into I interviewed a guy for the podcast. I haven't I haven't put it out yet. Um, and he's actually looking to, to to sponsor this. And in fact, I had a conversation with him yesterday. He's even rolling out more tools. But what's cool about this tool is this is a chatting tool. And you might be thinking, there's a tons of chat tools. Why do we need another one? What's unique about this one, this one's designed for sales reps. Lots of people like chatting, but some prospects are afraid to give their phone number away to a sales guy or gal. Mm-hmm. With this tool here, you can give them a link, and they can immediately, if they click on that link, they can start chatting you, and you're not, and you're not really using their telephone number. Okay. So it makes for instantaneous questions. So you got a question, it immediately comes up on my phone. So someone's trying to chat me, and I chat them back. Mm. I decide I started using it about seven weeks ago, maybe. Okay. It's on the website. It's on all my. It's on. It's been all the the show notes posts, and it's in my emails I send out. And I'll be darned if I'm not getting a, a one of these chats once a week now. Really. And have, have the chats led to anything? Yeah, they're usually, yes. Yeah, what are they asking about? You know, how do I get on the podcast? I really enjoyed something that I read on the podcast. I saw something, you know, and lots of times I share those on the podcast that so-and-so just said this about this, and I read it, you know, I read it, because I get, I get tons of feedback, and uh, I like to share that so that people don't think that they're the only ones listening to podcasts. That's not the case. Actually, this has been a terrific year for Sales Babble. Um, high watermark, and um, and it really shows up. But people don't know this, but I have to beat off people trying to be on the podcast. Now I really feel special. <laughs> I think I should get a jacket. Like on SNL, they have the five timer jacket. I think I should. At some well, point, I have a sponsor starting in uh, Sales Nexus going to start sponsoring a, a Sales Babble in January, and I gave them a coffee cup. Did I give you? Have you? Have I have you a, a coffee, coffee cup. cup. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I do have a coffee cup. Yeah. I could give yeah. you an habanero media post-it been... notes, maybe, or I could print some sales babble. No, I'm just getting greedy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's jacket. my first tool. Let's chat. What's yours? Oh, let's see. Which one do I want to use first? Um, okay. So something I, I, I couldn't believe, I realized as I was trying to make my list this year, something that 
is so obvious for a sales audience that I've never shared here before and I've been using for years, and that's uh, IP Vanish. Have we talked about that before on this? No. I know I haven't. No. IP Vanish. So that is a VPN that I can put on my, that I use whenever I'm out of town or I'm at the Starbucks or wherever I'm at on some hokey free Wi-Fi thing. Yep. Because I'm pulling up sensitive customer data. Like I'm logging yeah. into customer accounts with their password that has all their contact information, all their customers' contact. Right. I can't just have that floating around on the Starbucks Wi-Fi. So I use IP Vanish uh, for that. And it's really, it's really cheap. I think I pay, I forget what I pay, less than 50 bucks a year, I think. For that, I used to use Watopia when I was in mm-hmm. Asia. Mm-hmm. I think it was sixty-seven dollars a year. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like fifty bucks a and year. I could get both Denise and I could were on it on the mm-hmm. same account. Yeah, I can put it on my iPad. I can put it on my laptop. I can put it on my what phone. What makes this better than Watopia or any of the other VPNs out there? I don't know. It's just the one I use. It's really simple. It's not expensive. I don't know. It's just the one I like. I found. Um, I did a lot of research, but that was that was like four years ago. Can't believe I haven't talked about this yet. Uh, back in the time, trying to find one that had, you know, good speed, lots of endpoints. So that's my, my next question would be: what's, what's the speed like? Does it, is it slowing down your session? Not really. No, I'm still I'm still pulling video through it. I'm still pulling. You know, I do a lot of uh, mm-hmm. Zoom calls and things, and I'll do Zoom calls through it. Um, it's not pulling it down. It has hundreds of endpoints, so no matter where you're at, you're pretty close to a server for them. So, you know, there's cool. multiple servers in Chicago, and of course, you know. Throughout Canada, throughout the U.S. When I was in China, VPN was necessary because the Great Firewall of China blocks Facebook, blocks yep. Google, mm-hmm. blocks. Interesting enough, it didn't block the news. Yeah, like New York Times, really, PR, Fox. You could get to those, but but nobody speaks English over there, so they probably didn't care. I uh, the other thing I use it for is is like you said. Then I can test as though I'm from another country on a website or something I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, some of my clients, like I recently was working for a client where everything, she's in the UK. So we had to see how sales would look if they came in from uh, from France or the UK or Wales or wherever they were at. So right. I could pretend I was in a different country and then, oh yeah, it's working. It's pulling up different currencies or it's doing the right tax rate or whatever. Cool. So yeah, that All was right. the easy one. Next. I'll... This is one I use I use a lot, and I don't know if anybody cares about this, but I kind of have to say this because I'm in a podcasting, I'm a marketing company now, right? Mm-hmm. I've been using Zencaster mm-hmm. versus Zoom oh. and Skype. Okay, I don't know Zencaster. Zencaster's uh, a pretty free tool. Um, if you put a whole bunch of people on it, they start. But for me, for just two people, it's it works pretty well. You can do a high quality recording. Mm-hmm. Um, it records this, your session on your computer, my session on my computer. So it's for when people are far apart, mm-hmm. they're not right next to each other. And when at the, at the, when at the end of the recording, it then, uh, downloads the, um, the files into their servers and then it ships it from their server to me. Oh, so you and can it use it for a, podcasts. I so you've got podcasts. a better, it, you're not recording on your end. You're actually recording on their end. And it's been pretty cool. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really. The quality is higher and it's simpler than a lot of the other things that I've been using. Zoom's okay, but I don't think the quality of Zoom is is as good as I would really, really like. Hmm. Um, 
I, I don't know. That's what I use all the time. And do you record with Zoom? I record, but only for just reference. Yeah. You know, I go back and watch it to to review what we talked about and things, or to, to share with my people and say, "Hey, go back and watch what I talked about with this client." And, I st- I do I use Zoom though for for for, for other things though. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going through our list. I'm surprised we've never ever talked about Zoom. Come on, really? I gotta look. I gotta look. I look. I got my list I, right in front of me. I went and looked. Yeah. We've never. It's never been on my list. It's never been on my list. Well, dang! It's, I could have talked about Zoom. It's been around for a long time. But that'd be kind of weird because <laughs> you just talked about Zencast. About Zoom yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's my second tool. That's your second? Does that mean I have to go now? Yep. All right, let's see. What do I want to do next? I didn't put these in any particular order. I'm just hopping around. All right, so the next one, I'll talk about this one. Um, I'll talk about Bonjoro. Do you know Bonjoro? No, you don't. I can see no, by that sounds, that look. Actually you're searching familiar. the memory banks. Yeah. I am. Because yeah. I'm like, like, I'm immediately not going... No, I think I have. <laughs> you have heard of it, yeah. So Bonjoro is a um, is a little uh, video app, so that you can send personalized videos to customers' prospects, and it links into your CRM. So if somebody comes in, uh, you can automate things so that it will send you a message and say, "Hey, you need to send a video to so and so. They just signed up for your program, or they just got on your email list, or they're a new prospect." And the cool thing about it is that um, it, it's an app on your phone. You hold up your phone and go, hey, Pat, it's Neil from Email Splat. Just wanted to thank you for signing up to have a call with me next week. Really looking forward to seeing you and learning about your business. And I hit done, and it instantly emails it to you. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, I had a guy on a podcast last spring who was doing email videos. Mm-hmm. And I used his tool some for uh, Hans, my my Voyager Nets client, mm-hmm. and um, but it was surprisingly hard to like do those videos. <laughs> oh, they're not easy, are they? Yeah, I mean, like, well, I did pretty good, pretty good. You get forty five seconds, and you go, "Oh, I misspoke." Yeah, uh, you I crashed and burned. Yeah, I find it easier. Like I used to use. Uh, uh, Loom for that. I talked about that Loom tool, last That year. was the tool, Loom. Yeah, so I've used Loom for that. But with Loom, eh, I know it's not the end of the world, but you have to, you know, it's not as branded as Bonjoro is. It's not as seamless because, like I said, you can set up Bonjoro to, to notify you that, hey, you got to make a video, hit start, and you start and make the video. So it's just really easy to do. And it's just really easy to send to them because you just click, I'm done, and it does all the work. Whereas with Loom, you know, I'm cutting, pasting a link, putting it in an email. Not the end of the world. Uh, This is a first world problem. But um, (laughs) this is just so much simpler. And they can also then respond to your video with, uh, it puts it on a page with a chat box. So they could say, hey, you know, they could write you a note there as well. So then it kind of becomes, I don't know. I have clients using it to welcome people, welcome new customers that, that, you know, where they have a lot of customers where it's not like I get one customer a week. It's like I get 15, 20 customers a week and it's not something, it's a lower price product where you're not going to get on the phone with all of them. But here you can send them a personalized video and say, Hey Matt, thanks for signing up for the program. You know, so it's a little, it gives it a little personal touch. Nice. So that is Bonjoro. Bonjoro. As in Hello. All right. Um, 
the next tool is, I, I hesitate saying it because my, my glass is empty. Yeah, mine is about two. What do we want to go with next? We got the milk stout. We got the, this one's a scotch ale, right? Yeah, that's a scotch ale. Let's do the milk stout. The milk stout? All right. So we are going to go with Neapolitan milk stout. Neapolitan. That sounds like it's got multiple colors. Yeah. Like well, that that's what they show in the picture. Pink. Do you really think we're going to get pink, brown, and white beer? That doesn't sound very good. No, I hope not. That sounds... That sounds, that sound. Yeah, there you go. Here, I'll let you pour yeah, some first. You guys to know that we are not like... Um, We're not making this up. No. Oh, that... It looks brown. It's nice and dark. It looks milky. It looks stouty. There's nothing like listening to a podcast about two dudes drinking beer. Oh. Mmm, chocolate. Oh, I can smell it. Mmm. Oh, wow. Ro- roasted. Yeah, that's good. I like that one. It's well balanced. Mm-hmm. Not hoppy. Mm-mm. It's done nice. It's got nice mouth feel to it too. It's good. I like it. That one's a good one. It's a good one. All right. All right. Is that giving you power to do your next one? Unroll dot me. Unroll. Oh, I know what this is. Okay, now people crap all over this, <laughs> especially people in my position. <laughs> oh. Oh, for two reasons. Well, there's two reasons you don't like this. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you. Unroll.me does everything that you've... It'll tell you what you're subscribed to and automatically unroll you. Yes. Makes it very easy for you to unroll, mm-hmm. which has really cleaned up my email. Unsubscribe. Un- yes. It's an un- unsubscribe. I really, 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 really like it. It has cleaned up a couple of my... Uh, I, have an, I have a Yahoo email that I've had forever that I like just... <laughs> I'm I, sorry. <laughs> I, well, no, no, I really like it because I use it for... Stuff I'm not going to read all the time. Things I want to subscribe to, and I need to give somebody an email. Yeah, and it's really tidying tidy that one up, mm-hmm. which I really really like. The downside of Unrolled at Me is I know some people say, "Well, this is a bigger conversation." Like, oh, they're they're selling your data, what you're using. Oh, oh and that's evil. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everybody's selling your data. It, it's your a data. free tool. <laughs> You know, if it's free, you're you're the product that they're selling. Right. And just be okay with that. Yeah. Stop your whining out there about this stuff. If you don't like it, don't use it. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I'm very, like, I'm wow. almost up to here with Facebook. But that said, I almost felt like doing a Facebook Live while we were here. <laughs> that wouldn't be hypocritical that at all. That wouldn't be hypocritical at all. You're right. But if you don't like it, don't use it. Right. Right. I like unroll.me. Okay. Well, and I will say that, you know, I, I don't like people unsubscribing from email lists, obviously, because that's what I do. But at the same time, I do like people unsubscribing who weren't going to buy or be interested anyway. So if you've got a whole list of stuff that's junking up your Yahoo account, I do want you off my list because you're just dragging down my delivery. So I would like you gone if you don't plan to ever read an email anyway. So... This is a critical sales point. Mm-hmm. You only want to talk to qualified buyers. Right. It's just a vanity project if you can say, I got thousands of people on my email list. Yeah. Of course, nobody reads my emails. Right. That's just a vanity project. Right. Yes. You We've better... had this discussion before, haven't we? 
It's the same I, with I, open I, rates. I That's another vanity I don't know metric. Have, but yeah. we should. But I'm, mm-hmm. yeah. I, so I think you would like the fact that I like people are pruning your list for you. Right. You don't have to go in there and say, oh, look, this person hasn't looked at an email in a year. Oh, well, I do that. Yeah, I was just cleaning but up somebody's less, list yesterday. It'd be less work for you if people tidied themselves up for you. Right, right. Yes, it would. Voluntarily remove yourself. All right, are you going to be okay? You seem to be, the blood pressure is going I up. I am. I'm really like. <laughs> have, some more, have some more of that milk stout. Wow. All right, unroll, unroll.me. And he's snorting now, too. Snorting. Jeez. Wow. I'm sorry. I don't know what to go to next. Are you done with that one? Yeah. Have you railed enough? Yeah. Okay, I did IP Vanish and did Bonjour. How about um how about uh Text Expander? Have you used Text Expander? No. No. Is that the thing in and like Google's trying to finish in my sentences before I It's kind of like that, but no, this is is one where you control what's going to show up. So, um I use it for you know, things where I'm going to write the same paragraph over and over again. Um, or I, if I, my phone number over and over again, or my email address or my website or different customers' websites that I have to type this long URL over and over again, I have like a two to four character code that I just type in and it goes bloop and fills it in for me. Does this, is this like a, um, a plugin for for is this a Google? It's a Chrome plugin. Chrome plugin. Well, it it can live on your computer, so it can be in anything. Uh, primarily, I'm using it through Chrome because most everything I do is in Chrome. But uh, yeah, it just and I just make up a code, and anytime I put that combination of characters in, it goes bloop and fills in. You know, so I use it for uh, one thing. I use a lot is. Uh, uh, I, I write over and over again different coding things for um, some APIs that I work on. And right. so I just go, you know, dot, dot, API, and bloop, there's the there's the base code that I need for that. It all fills in. You know, I, I would like this for uh, LinkedIn. Yeah. Are you typing the same or cut and pasting? And Thanks, Neil, for connecting. I really appreciate it. Do you listen to Sales Babble? Yeah, there you How go. How did you find me? Do you listen mm-hmm. to Sales Babble? Thanks, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. And I said the the recommendation. I just got this this year. I was on I was on Zoom with a friend, and he was showing me something that he was working on. And he goes dunk dunk pluk, and this whole API key showed up like bam. And I went whoa 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 whoa. How did you do that? <laughs> he said, Oh, I've got Text Expander. I'm like, what? What is this evil magic you speak of? And I went and got it. And so one of the things they tell you is like create a combination of characters that you're never gonna accidentally type so i do everything is uh, semicolon semicolon and then two digits so semicolon semicolon zl is zoom link so my my zoom link that i use uh for my personal room just pops up then and uh, i've i've semicolon semicolon tcf and that's the contractorfight.com shows up it's one of my clients um and typing that over and over again gets really old and uh, if I want to, you know, I do semicolon, semicolon, API, and bam, then I got the base URL for the API pops in. And then I can, I like yeah. It. So it's very, it's very handy. Super, super, super. And it's, um, 
I don't know if there is a free version, but it's really inexpensive. I think I paid $30 for a year, maybe $20 for a year. It might have even been like $5 for a year. I can't remember. It was so little that I don't remember how much I spent on it. So I buy stuff like that all the time. Yeah. And it's just Just to try, just to try. It's made my life so much easier. The the worst thing is I just forget to keep adding stuff to it, you know, and and then I realize like, I should be putting this in text expander. I just typed this five times. I like it. Yep. So there you go. All right. Next. I'm surprised we haven't talked about something like this for a while. This has been really useful too. Yes. Freeconferencecall.com. Mm. I haven't used that in like 10 years, which is like 100 years in the internet. Well, I used to use conference calls all the time. Yeah. It was part of a, uh, back when it was a common goal, it was part of the PBX that we had, the the VoIP PBX. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I've been on calls a lot more with people, with multiple people all at once, trying to make decisions about marketing services, right? I'm, I'm just right. talking to a lot of people. Lot, there's lots of decision makers. And the easiest thing to do is like, let's just hop on a conference call. Really? Hmm. You know, and, and people don't want to get on Zooms and stuff like that because they're in their car or they're... Right. You know. They're know. dialing into Zoom. They haven't taken a shower yet. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, some days I'm like, where's the video? Turn off the video. So as soon as it pops up, I'm like looking for the video button. Off, off, oh, off. Neil, were you up late last night? I'm, yeah. I'm up late were, every night. You were partying, weren't you, dude? Yeah, yeah. I don't look good in the morning. <laughs> At our company, we have a pajama policy where you have to show up to the company meeting in pajamas every morning so you don't make the rest of us look bad. So right. you can't take a shower before the company meeting or you get made fun of. <laughs> you know, there's a there is a, a way of thinking that says if you're working at home before you get out, you should be showered and Yeah, I don't like that way of thinking. You look, you look like a million dollars and you act like you're at work and otherwise you're yeah. just going to be goofing off. No, 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 no. I get I get more work done before I take a shower than after. It's it's my morning, I get up, I get going and I just go. And that's when I'm at my best. And then, you know, you really want to say this because all your clients are now hearing this. They're liking I'm, every time they I all talk know to Neil, he's unwashed. They <laughs> no, I don't. I don't schedule calls before 11 is the first call I schedule with clients. Okay, so you only talk to people clean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. If I have to do a shower before I get on a call with anyone. Yeah, that's a rule. Because, right, then I feel better. I feel like a slob if I'm talking to somebody. I call people. I have to take a breath mint. I have to, like, just years of sales. You're out in the car prepping yourself, and now yeah. you're just sitting here in your office by yourself getting on Zoom. Yeah. All right. All right. Is it my turn or yours? I've lost track. I, it was my, I just did free You did free conference call, 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 call dot, com. dot com. Were you done with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, freeconferencecall.com. It's free. It's free. It's in the name. Um, Okay, I have a free one. Here's my next one. My next one that I put down here is called uh, StreamYard. And this is a fairly new one that I've discovered recently. Because a a friend and I started doing a a podcast, but it's a a video cast. And we're doing it with this free platform. A vlog. A vlog, whatever. 
we're doing it with this free platform called StreamYard, where we're just live streaming, um, and it it pushes it out your live stream out to. Um, it can go to Facebook, to LinkedIn, to YouTube. Um, I think it can go to one or all of those at the same time. And so we just get in there. The two of us are in a in a room and we're talking beforehand and then we just hit go live and we've already told it where to send that feed and it just out it goes. And now we're live on multiple channels like doing it. this live video. I like that. And then when it's done... Uh, it's going up on our YouTube channel. We made a little YouTube channel for it. So, and it's, um, it's free. Of course it's, you know, it's like all the freemium stuff. You can pay for it if you want to. I'm not even sure what the paid, I know the, they have branding on there. It says powered by stream, uh, stream yard up in the corner. Hmm. Uh, so if you want rid of that, you have to pay, but it doesn't bother me any. And, uh, I don't know what else you get when you pay. But, that sounds uh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's yeah, very I'm, slick. I'm, you can put graphics on the on the video. And I've been uh, listening to, I, we talked about before we started. I've been listening to a lot of Gary V. Mm, yes, F and this and F. And I was this. just gonna say we can't talk like Gary V on this show, can we? No. Is we this don't. a family friendly show? I love Gary V. Mm-hmm. He is so honest, so authentic. Yeah, he is just awesome. Right. And he's like lecture. He's been lecturing me, Pat. He's been speaking directly to you. Video. Pat, pull your head out of your hiney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been um, I've been thinking hard on that. So cool. I'm gonna look into that. Next year we're gonna do this in video. Well, I almost thought about doing like I. I That's what I thought. This, I like, showed do, up. You had the camera do, do, set up, and I thought Facebook we were gonna do. While we're doing it. See, I'm hardly on Facebook anymore. I should be doing more Facebook, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I've removed myself from Facebook mostly. You're one of the few friends I have left on Facebook, so you should feel special. But I'm never on there. That's okay. That's probably why we're still friends on Facebook. I, I've like hidden everybody who's not related to me. Yeah. That well that's I'm only you know, I'm only looking for puppies and babies. I got like I think I literally have thirty thirty two friends on Facebook. Something like that. I unfriended everybody. Not just unfollowed, like unfriended. Let's just call it what it is. I don't want to be your friend. Hermit. Oh, I just, I just got tired of the Facebook. You're Henry David Thoreau living on the pond. Yes, yes. Take me back. Take me back. Uh, All right, your turn. Do you need right. some more? Do you need some more of this milk stout? We got <laughs> no, some left. Too. Did you just notice know, you know I was? Empty? I noticed you were empty. All right. Oh, this is All right. I got to save a little more for it me. Almost looked a little red there, didn't it? In the light, yeah. Well, that was interesting. Okay, this is a weird tool. I don't know what to think about it, but it's kind of addicting. Is this your last one? I think we're on your last one. I'm on my last one. We, we need to point that out. The tension is building as we go. Yeah. I have a couple others that are... It's only five, right? Dial-up. Dial-up. I don't know. It's an app on your phone. Yeah. And what it does is um, it'll throw you in, it'll match you up with somebody and put you into a conversation. What kind of craziness is this? That's like the opposite of being a hermit. <laughs> yes. And I'm in a group called Your Boss. Okay. And one comes on on Tuesday and there's one on Thursday. 
and it'll ring. And if you answer it, it'll match you up with somebody. And then what? And then usually you're talking about what it means to be the boss. Oh, it's like you are the boss. Not your boss. Like you are the boss. It's but it's spelled Y O U R mm-hmm. space B O S S. It's okay. not your you are your boss. Mm. I don't. I think it's a horrible name. It's confusing. Yeah. yeah. But everybody I've talked to on there's the boss. Okay. And I've probably done this four or five times, and I and it's been interesting. I've been I've met people all over the country, working on all kinds of different projects. IT people, film people. Um, so why are people members of this platform? Why do they, they subject themselves to this? Because it gives you an opportunity to have a chat with somebody anonymously about your problems. And oh. usually, the, usually, usually they'll give you something. Uh, like a topic? A topic. So they'll say, what, what are your plans for 2020? Mm. Or what are you doing to prepare for 2020? So, so, so it's been really – I've met some really interesting people. Every person I've met – I've hooked up on LinkedIn with mm-hmm. one guy was a cartographer. We got, okay. he, he, he was, he was struggling with selling. I started getting him sales coaching, which I thought was, was so, so, okay. Walk me through this ring, 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 boop, 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 yeah. boop, boop, weird, weird sound. Okay. But, it, but it kind of looks like a phone Yeah. when it answer you answer it like a phone. Yeah. And you just go, hello? And, and then and then a recording goes, you're soon going to be matched up with somebody in a second. Wait one second. Wait one second. Hello? 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 I'm Pat. Who are you? I'm Lloyd. Hi, Lloyd. How you doing? And then, that's it. And, and you then just you're start just talking. off. And lots of the calls I'll go from a half an hour. I've I found a lot of the calls go a half an hour to an hour. Oh, wow. A buddy of mine has been doing this for a while. And uh, sometimes his calls will go less, sometimes more. But I'm pretty chatty and ask a lot of questions. And yeah, yeah. So why do you do that? So, yeah, I can so just he, hear you. He, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. So tell me more about that. So I'm telling people about this podcast service that I'm creating, and they get people interested. And they go, I might know somebody, and it's been kind of a lead generator. It's been very, very. It's been a very. It's kind of like a mastermind, but yeah. you don't really know the people. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I'll keep doing it forever. But with gonna... that said, I just did one yesterday and I was like, and the conversation was fascinating. So, okay. Do you find this a good use of your time? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do. I've lived an amount of time. Right. Yeah. So what do you get out of it? Why is it a good use of your time? I can. It allows me to try things out on people. Mm. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest problems I think people have when selling is I see this all the time. Is people are afraid to talk to people. Mm-hmm. They're afraid to go out there and ask questions and to do some market research. Mm-hmm. Go out there and ask people. See if this is a good idea. Well, how would I do that? You just go do it. Uh, but people don't want to be bothered. No, you're not bothering them if you're asking them for advice. I just had this conversation two days ago with somebody who's looking to get a job. Like, I don't know how to do this. How do I look for a job? I go, it's easy. What do you mean it's easy? Well, you go on LinkedIn, you find the hiring manager, and you connect with them. And when they connect with you, you say, hey, Neil, I see that you're in XYZ industry too. I'm thinking about 
making a change. I wonder if I could get your advice. You're clearly... You're clearly so much smarter than me. Right? Do you think mm-hmm. you could hop on a phone call? And people go, sure, why not? Hmm. Well, I couldn't do that. That'd be so intr- intrusive. Like, really? If if I asked you to do that, would you do it? Well, sure. Well, why would you expect you, someone else to be different than you? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's weird. Yeah, this is a little weird. It's why I made it last. Yeah, it's a little weird because it's... Like, at least on LinkedIn, you know who you're connecting with and trying to get on the phone with. Here, it's just... It's random. It's so random. But everybody's been quali- Everybody's been good. Hmm. I met a lady doing a startup on a full-size drones. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. <laughs> I, learned, I learned a ton about how she was doing... About drones? And how she raised money. Yeah. Private equity to venture capital. So that's why you so, want so, to be on here. What are these other people telling you that they get out of it? Why do they want to be on here? She, you think about it. She was the CEO of the company. Yeah. I mean, like a million dollar company. She needed somebody to talk to. She needed somebody to talk to. So and it's she, therapy. She, and she t- it's just kind of. Could be. Release. Venting. <laughs> What makes our species so unique and so successful on this planet is our ability to is our ability to have language, and to and to communicate with one another. I was watching PBS on this very thing last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, what's the name of so this one again? Dial Dial Up. Dial Up, and It'll that's be, and it's an app, and it will all be all these will be in the show notes, all these links. So people, of course they will so be. But look it up. Okay. I really like it for the Sales Babble listeners because I have a feeling that a lot of them, um, it's selling secrets for non-sellers. People yeah. who don't really see themselves as smooth talkers. Yeah. This is the chance for them to like try some stuff out Just on people. practice talking and, to people. And you don't have to worry about losing a deal. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about embarrassing yourself because they don't really know who you are. No, unless you want to share who we are. Mm-hmm. Everybody I've been with has been pretty good. Like, well, let me look up on LinkedIn. And you're going, oh, my goodness, I didn't realize that. Yeah. A lot of people have been in California. Yesterday, the guy was in Chicago. Oh. <laughs> Real close. Go figure. Huh. That's very interesting. It's a. It's not one I would have expected. No. Which is why you put it last. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. The reason mine is last, my last one is last, is because I might get fired from this show after this one. I might not be invited back next year. This is the get rid of sales in your organization. <laughs> With this app, you don't need a sales team. You can yeah. fire all your salespeople. Yeah. No, no. It's it's not a it's a tool, but it's a wayback tool. It's not oh, a new tool. I like the I like the wayback machine for you. Websites. It's no, 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 no. It's not even a technological tool. It's way, way back. So this year, I got addicted to fountain pens. That's looking at me like, what the heck are you doing? Fountain pens. I do everything with fountain pens now. I don't have a ballpoint, a pencil, 
a fountain pen. It's amazing. I'm not weirded out by this. No? Are you intrigued? I am because, actually, next week we're going to be talking about 2020 planning. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk about the Stoic Diary that I'm using. Yeah. That I write by hand with yep. a really nice pen on yes. paper. Mm-hmm. And I almost thought about maybe putting on this one. But I thought, yeah, you know, it's a technology, an old technology. Well, yeah. I, I was like, I'm not sure how Pat's going to go with this one. No, I'm but- I- so I'm good. So, what is the value of the fountain pen versus a ballpoint pen? Well, first of all, just from a, a usability, it's it's a lot easier on your hand and on your wrist because you don't have to push. You just let it you float, and it's so much easier to write. You don't get the fatigue in your hand like you would with the with the regular ballpoint pen. And it's just cool. It's like you. I feel more connected, so I use it for journaling. It's got heft to it, doesn't it? It can, it can. So there's all different widths of, you know, fountain pens. I'm I'm learning. There's a whole world that I don't even know about. Yeah. I am so such a newbie here. I went and found. I googled a uh, fountain pen for beginner, and found this. Uh, found these they're literally uh, ABS plastic so they're really inexpensive and I said well I'll just try those and see if uh see if I even like this cuz I heard about it on a podcast imagine that um and I thought I'll see if I even like this that seems kind of goofy and I got them I'm like oh I love this so uh I'll be going to New York to the Fountain Pen Hospital which is actually a store that sells old refurbished fountain pens cuz I want to get a, uh, I want to try out some, I want to move up a level because mine is just the cheap. I've got a couple cheap intro level ones. You know who else I found out is a huge fan of the fountain pen? Our friend Mono. I went to lunch with Mono and I pulled out my fountain pen. He's like, oh, that's a fountain pen. And he pulls out his. He's like, I've had it for years. <laughs> and his was really nice. His was so smooth. It's so smooth to write with him. Um, mine isn't worn in enough yet. His was old and really worn in. So it was just like on glass. But it, I, oh, they they get better over time. Yeah, because they you you grind them down and they get smoother. They don't have any little bumps or burrs on them that are catching the paper. They get and of course also the more you spend on one, the nicer it is too. Mine are pretty inexpensive. But um, yeah, so every morning I do my my journal every morning with the fountain pen and do all my to do lists with the fountain pen and I I got it because I just wanted to feel more connected. I guess. I don't know. I have these Bix that I had that I really, really like. <laughs> yes. Me- me- medium point ones. They never, ever blotched. Mm-hmm. They were all really nice. Yeah. I'm looking to buy a bunch of them with habaneros on them. Mm-hmm. I've been shopping around for those. Yeah. They're surprisingly pricey. Mm. Yeah, the, the fountain pens I got, I got on Amazon for, I think it was $30 each. They were the cheap ones. Yeah, and that's pretty. For a fountain pen, that's pretty inexpensive. I think you can get them for less, twenty bucks or something. But I'm looking to move up. And you to, have to put a cartridge in it, right? An ink cartridge. Um, I'm using ink cartridges, yeah, which is the lazy man's version. I mean, the you know the people who are serious actually have the ink well. They've got the old school bottle of ink, and I don't know that I need to go that far. That seems like a lot of work I to me. My high school. <laughs> In study hall, they had desks with a little hole in it for the inkwell. 
You've you've dated yourself, yes. Well, no, but I we weren't using them. Yeah, but they were still in the desk. So yeah, well, it was a hundred year old building. I think yeah. when I was there. Was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got my eye on one that Mark Twain endorsed around 1910, 1920. Yeah, really. I'm like that is a cool looking pen. So I need to find one and try it. Yeah, he would know. Well, I I hear that he was always broke and needed the money, so he would endorse anything. <laughs> yeah yeah i heard it too all right so there we have it those are my five you did your five i did my five so my five were let's chat zencaster unrolled at me free conference doc free conference call.com and dial up all right and my five were ip vanish bonjoro text expander Streamyard, and a trusty fountain pen Trusty fountain pen. There you go. Hardware, not software. All right. the rest have been software. Yes, that is literal physical hardware. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Any parting words? Any parting advice for uh, 2020? Um, you know, they say 2020 is, you know, what do you call that? Hindsight? Foresight? Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I think my word for 2020 is clarity. My word for, I think for 2020 is um, intent. There we go. It's kind of hand in hand with clarity. Yeah. I just had Marianne Renner on here from Chaos to Clarity. You know Marianne? No, I do not. Yeah, she was great. She was great. I got a bunch of really, really good input on that one. I'll have to listen to that. Yeah, she's a she's from Chaos to Clarity. From Chaos to Clarity. Yes. Yeah, that's a new book that she wrote. Okay. Yeah. Wow, good stuff. All right. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Yep. How Thanks long, for having how, me. How long is this? I don't know. Oh, man, 50 minutes. Wow. Going to have to get out the slicer on this oh, one. No, no, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas next week. I, it, there's no time. There's no editing. This is just going to go out exactly as is. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. If you made it to 50 minutes. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Clink. Happy 2020. Thank you for listening to the Sales Babble Podcast. Find us at www.salesbabble.com. This is a production of Abenero Media.